peace of our Lord be with you. I cannot speak for you, but in my own experience, there are many blessings to be found in the spiritual discipline of keeping a daily prayer journal, one of which is that eventually, after years and years of journaling, all of those boxes full of notebooks, full of daily prayers, become an index to your life. All of those ordinary journal entries on all of those routine days, punctuated occasionally by something memorable or remarkable. One such notable entry for me occurs in my big box of prayer journals on March the 13th, 2020, the first time the word coronavirus makes an appearance in my daily written prayers. And here we are, one year later. Perhaps a good moment for us to ponder together some of what we have lost and some of what we have learned from the pandemic. Some of us it must first be said, have lost loved ones and friends to the coronavirus. Others, it must next be said, have lost a measure of their health and strength. Some have lost work and income. Others, the wedding they wanted or the funeral they needed, the dinner, the luncheon, the reception, the graduation, the retirement or birthday celebration, the in-person academic year, athletic season or musical performance hospital visits, nursing home presence, deathbed comfort, losses, large and small, including the countless little 30-second conversations in the narthex and hallway, choir room and great hall, parking lot and courtyard, which in normal times embody and enliven our life together at Northminster and keep us connected as a family of faith, countless conversations which did not happen at the corner of Ridgewood and Eastover one year later. 
The pandemic's disruption of normal church life has caused many to wonder what the post-pandemical church might be like, a question for which no one can yet offer an answer because it is just too soon to know. Long before any of us ever heard the word COVID, though, the mainstream brick-and-mortar North American church was already experiencing a slow, steady, measurable decline in attendance and financial support. So, will the virus only accelerate that process? for mainstream, brick-and-mortar, North American churches? The pandemic, a tipping weight on an already leaning wall? Or, on the other hand, will a long year of fasting from congregationalizing create a deeper hunger for the kind of gathering we have lost and missed? That is a question not yet answerable, a lesson yet to be learned. But some lessons we have already learned. One year later, from a journey we all started together one year ago, lessons which are not new revelations as much as they are old wisdom reinforced and underscored, such as the importance of the basic fundamental virtues of kindness, patience, empathy, and understanding. If I have said it once, I have said it maybe a thousand times, but certainly more than a hundred times in the past year. We are all just stumbling our way forward the best way we can. A stumbling forward together which continues to call for our deepest and highest levels of kindness, patience, empathy, and understanding, which is not unrelated to another large lesson we have all relearned as a result of the first full year of this present pandemic, the simple, basic, fundamental lesson that what always matters most, always matters most. In good times and hard times, normal times and pandemical times, what matters most is what the Jesus of the four Gospels said matters most, that we treat all persons as we wish all persons to treat us 
that we love God with all that is in us and that we love all others as we wish to be loved. One imagines that in the coming months, we will emerge from this long and very different season in all of our lives. Not this week or next, but certainly sooner now than once was true, this interlude in our lives, like every other season, sorrow, and struggle we have ever known, will eventually become a memory and a story. A memory and a story of losses to mourn and lessons to learn. And once it is finally, eventually done, we will say of this present struggle what we always say of every struggle, which is exactly what the psalmist said in today's lesson from Psalm 107. God's steadfast love endures forever. We cried to the Lord in our trouble, and God saved us from our distress. In that way, this present season, so different from every other, is no different from any other. The constant and unfailing love of God with us and for us in the hardest and worst of life. To look around this room, to see all of your faces, to ponder your stories, and to imagine with the eyes of our hearts the faces and stories of all of those who are with us through the love stream this morning is to be reminded that there is a long list of ways that things can go wrong in this life. None of us will go through all of them, but all of us will go through some of them, and we will find our way through each of them with the help of the Spirit of God and the people of God, giving us new strength for each new day, no matter what the struggle or sorrow, uncertainty or pain. Years from now, when we look back across our lives, we will say of this most unusual year what we will say about every other year and season 
and struggle of our lives. That God was with us and for us. Giving us the strength to go through what we did not get to go around. And then, because we are who we are, we will all say with the psalmist, thanks be to God for the steadfast love of the Lord. Amen.